Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, welcome to a very special Sports Unfolded NBA preview show. Ron, Kenny, welcome. How are you gentlemen tonight? We're doing all right. All right. We're better than yesterday, last night with our uh, Patriots post game. So we're only <laughs> going to talk basketball tonight. And uh, really excited. We're going to break down every team, kind of go through some of the keys to those teams. And then um, at the end, we'll, we'll discuss who we feel is going to be the NBA champion uh, this upcoming season. Uh, first and foremost, though, let's congratulate the Chicago Sky of the WNBA for winning the title last night. So congratulations, Candace Parker and her team. Um, they ended up winning that series three three games to one. So She's such a good ball player. Very good. One of, so the best, good. one of the best in the world. All right. So we're going to start off in the Eastern Conference, and we're going to discuss uh, team by team. So we'll start off with the New York Knicks. The Knicks went 41-31 last season. They're coached by Tom Thibodeau. They averaged 107 points per game, which was 26th in the league, and gave up 104.7, which was the best in the league. So they had the best defense. Ninth <coughs> overall in rebounding at 45.1. Assists per game, they averaged 21.4, which was 29th. They shot 45.6% and for uh, free throws, 78.4. So a couple key signings. They re-signed Todd Gibson. Uh, they signed Evan Fournier. Uh, they re-signed Derrick Rose, and they signed in a trade. Signed in trade with Kemba Walker. What do we think about this team, and can they improve? Well, I feel they might be too too Sarah, many last you. year's Boston Celtics on this team now. <laughs> they might take a step back. <laughs> Thank you for some. Thank you, Pizza Time, for the bits. Pizza Time. So um, they they have, you know, Julius Randle, who definitely took that next step last season and was uh, one of those top players in the league. He's so good. R.J. Barrett, is R.J. Barrett going to take that next step? Like, he's got to be that key for them to continue this run. I Look, it, I, I like Derrick Rose. The guy's been, you know, just martyred with injuries his entire career. If he can stay healthy and, and do what he did last year, too, again, they, they, they have a really good team. Yeah, I really like how this team has been put together. Um, you know, I'm still skeptical on Kemba Walker. I mean, I mean, look, he, you just got to figure he's not going to play a full season. Like, that's just how it is. You know, and if he gets hurt, and then he goes back to that every other game thing. That that hurts. Yeah, I'm sorry. Saw what it did to Boston last season. Um, I mean, we'll have to see how it how it works out with the Knicks. I think they're they've got high hopes that he's going to play more than he's sitting. I don't know if that's even a possibility with those knees. Well, first of all, Tom Thibodeau is a defensive genius, and we know that. Thank you for 2008, Tom Thibodeau. Thank you for 2008. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. But the one thing is, he collects guards. There's five guards on this team. 
five guards. Okay. And o Obi Toppin has to has to be strong this year. Yeah. He had a terrible last year, had a great summer league. So he has to improve that until the regular season. Yeah, and I think they expect a lot from Toppin. Uh, again, he was their number one draft pick last season. Yeah. So uh, you realistically, he's got to be that next guy up mentality to say, look, if if they they failed last season in the playoffs, yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna advance further in the playoffs this <laughs> year, you know, Toppin's gonna have to be one of those guys that really takes that next step because I'm not sure Chase Randall's gonna have the same exact season he had last year. Then. No, I, I I just I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I think he's a very good play. He's solid. But, mm -hmm. again, he overachieved last season. He was much better than he has been his entire career. So, real, reality is we've seen more bad than good from him. Yep. Let's talk about a team that's in complete chaos right now, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers. So, they went 49-23 and 23 last season. They're coached by Doc Rivers. They averaged 113.6 points a game, which was 14th overall. They gave up one uh, 108.1 points, which was six, so pretty good defensively. Rebounding, 45.1, 10th in the league. Uh, assists per game, 23.7, which was 22nd. They shot 47.6% and free throws, 76.7%. We kind of know why the free throws. Uh, ben Simmons was uh, one of those contributing factors to that. They didn't really sign anybody in this offseason. Didn't make many moves. Still had Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. Biggest question is, can this team win without Ben Simmons if that's the decision? The team <laughs> I think they can still make the playoffs without him, but it will be like an eighth spot. I got him to second spot with him, though. So there's a big contrast on what happens with and without him. A and... And that roster shows why, because like most of the offense goes through Ben Simmons, you know, at least he's either dishing it off or getting the points himself. So it's running through him. You know, I'm not saying he's like the best scorer on the team, but, but I, a lot of that offense goes through him and he brings the ball up. I mean, the whole bit, like, They'd be foolish to get rid of him, to be honest with you. They'd be foolish. They'd be foolish. Kenny? You know? Get rid of him. Get rid wow. of him. Get rid of him. All the Philadelphia Sixers said, we want you to improve. Oh, I don't want to be here. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? Did you know last year in the playoffs – shoot one basket in the fourth quarters one oh, basket in the fourth quarter in every game one basket in every game in the fourth quarter oh. he's near the basket trying to dish it out dunk the ball why he's scared he's scared of missing free throws he's scared of missing shots bunnies dunks get rid of him get rid of him you got the problem is is it really that solid though like if you look at their you know maxi is slated to be their second point guard on the team 
you know, <laughs> eight points and two assists isn't going to get it done. So I think it's the problem you got to look at is this, though, too. Look, Joel Embiid has not been healthy an entire season. You get rid of Ben Simmons, you're asking a lot of Joel Embiid. A, you need him to play all 82 games, right? So that puts pressure on him. Secondly, you need Tobias Harris to be the number two now, whereas right now he they can feed off of what Simmons is bringing to the team and kind of, you know, work, it, work off of that. I think this hurts the team. If Ben Simmons doesn't play for this team – I don't think they're going to get equal value of whatever they get in return. I no, just don't no. see that happening. No, they won't. And, and you know, I, I look. I mean, you need a guy that can dish the ball. He can certainly do that. And like I said, all the offense came through him. Okay, when he's bringing that ball up, yes, I understand. Joel Embiid, twenty-nine points. Uh, Harris, 20 points. You know, they get more points than Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is putting them in a position to score. And and, I, and I'm sorry. It's like, you know, that point guard is so important. We've seen it time and time again. You need somebody that can bring the ball up with conviction, with very good decision-making, and he has done that. And to me, if you take that out and then you have to put in Maxi, what are you even going to get from him? We don't know. We don't know because he doesn't play enough minutes to even matter. And then it gets even worse, you know, next man on a depth chart, you know? So, so the funny thing is, Ron, I agree with you 100%. Look, I, to me, I don't want Ben Simmons shooting. I don't need him to shoot. He can rebound. He can He can dish. Right, he's one of the best defensive players in the league, Kenny. You can't deny that, right? So you're getting three solid pieces of a player, and then listen, he's still going to throw in ten to fifteen points a game, yeah. Right. So yep. again, those other guys behind him need to step up. Worry about the free throws. Worry about. So if you got to pull him in, in, with six minutes left in the game, because listen, you're worried about the liability from the free throws. Thinks what he gave you for the first. You know what I mean. Three and a half quarters. Yeah. Ben Simmons I, been I, the I, Ben Simmons been in the league for five years. Five years. Yeah. Every year he says, "Oh, I'm a deliver deliver a shot. I'm a deliver a shot. Deliver a shot." And how many of those point guards in the league get more than seven points, seven assists in a game? You know. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I to me, I, I think I think. <laughs> he gets, Seven assists. If you're going to get seven assists from a player, you look around the league. Look around the league at all those point guards and tell me how many do that. I'll tell you, there aren't many. And if you give me one minute, I can actually tell you exactly. What's the question? Seven assists he gets. If you look around the league for point guards, how many point guards are going to give you seven assists a game? Chris Paul. There aren't many. Yeah, one name oh. name five others. Name five Westbrook. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I got Westbrook. Uh, who else I got? I got uh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, keep going. Kyle Lowry. Wait, does he? Kyle Lowry. Does yeah. he get seven? 
Yeah, he gets seven. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. He don't play for Toronto no more. I know, he but he, get, he don't get seven. He don't get seven assists a game. He gets assists easily. I want to thank Church for he the. Is, uh, he is exactly you. seven assists. He is exactly seven. Oh, so you need three. All right, let's move on from this conversation. We all agree. Well, two of us agree. Ben Simmons is needed for Philly. Let's yes. talk about our own Boston Celtics. Who Boston? The Boston Celtics went thirty-six and thirty-six last season. They're coached by Aimee Oduka. Yaduka. I always say his name wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not uh, going to try to say it. Averaged hundred and twelve point six points a game, which was sixteenth in the league. They gave up 111.2 points a game, 11th overall in the league. Rebounding, 44.3, 15th overall. Assists per game, 23.5, which was 25th. They shot 46.6% from the field and 77.5% from the free throw line. Key signings, they re-signed uh, Enos Cantor and Dennis Schroeder. Woo. We obviously know the big two they have, right? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They added Al Hofford back in a trade. What do we really expect from the Boston Celtics this season? I could say the only the only thing that you could hope for is that they actually try every game. So that's the only thing you can hope for. The one word I'm going to tell you right now is disappointment again. Well, that's two words, I guess. Well, (laughs) because I just feel like this team isn't any better than they were last season. So then that would not be a disappointment then. They went 500. If, right. If they go 500 again, it's not a disappointment. And they finished seventh. They yeah. had to play the play-in game. Like, it wasn't oh, – this I team know. has more, better Look, talent than that. Eric, I totally get it. Like, even on paper, this team isn't as good as last year. Okay. So if they don't get to 500, it's not really a disappointment because they're expected to not get there. Because the team is less of a team. But the one thing that we can hope for last year, they only showed up for half the games. So do you think that change at coaching can help the Boston Celtics? I think it can. And I think it will. I think like, I you know what, Ron, look, we are on we are on the same vibe. You're gonna of- you're gonna get an effort. You're gonna ha- they're gonna have to give an effort because if they don't, they're not gonna play. It's simple as that. And I don't think he's afraid to bench anybody, to be honest with you. He already suspended, you know, Smart for a uh, preseason game. So I read one of the the best things I've read so far about about, uh, uh, Yaduka. He actually told the players that if you you complain to the referees about a call, he's pulling you out of the game. Because I am sick of seeing Jason Tatum cry about every call. I, I finally think we may have a coach that's going to say, look, you, you, you stop complaining. We're pulling you. We're taking you yeah. out of the game. No. That's what this team needs. Just to play. Be hard. Play hard. Show up for every game. Right? I think I think this change is going to be good. You know what? When it's the Seahawks. <laughs> We're on basketball tonight. <laughs> Chikara Power. Thank you for joining. But we are we are an NBA preview show here on Sports Unfolded tonight. You know NBA, what? So if you got any NBA questions, we can definitely answer them. The defense is going to be good. Okay, we'll make the playoffs because that wasn't up, Eric. But let me <laughs> tell you something. Okay, I don't like Yuduka. I don't. Why? 
he has commitment issues. Okay. How are you going to be engaged? How are you going to be engaged to me alone for 16 years? Maybe she don't want to get married. What? Come Maybe on. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's her. Come on. Come on you're comparing his basketball career and coaching yeah. to his yeah. his relationships. Yeah. 16 Wait. years? This is what we've been waiting for. Years? And how many years? people how many people two years ago knew who Neil Long was? Everybody know who Neil Long was. Right, exactly. Everybody exactly. Knows who she was. He's a nobody. So if she dumps him, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They don't know who he is. <laughs> Do we feel like that Ooh. might be the distraction for the team? Because she comes around. <laughs> and, you know, these guys, next thing you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can this arrange team. something for the team. Hey, you know, Mon. hey, if you if you win the game and you get best player of the game, Mon. you get a team. <laughs> Right. What do you got? What is this major league where they stop peeling off pieces as exactly, they win? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh god. So, so, getting back on topic, do we honestly <sighs> feel any better about this team, or do we feel like this team's going to be any better? I feel a little better. A little better. I think, yeah. Look, I don't think. I, like I said, I don't think the team is better, <laughs> talent-wise, but it will play better this year. So can I say this too? Look at the division they're in. And you've got to look at so the next team we're going to talk about is the Brooklyn Nets. Once we get into it, right? But think about what they're going through with their player. What Philly's going through with their player, right? Does that yep. help them maybe sneak ahead of these two teams based on the fact that they could be in a lot of turmoil, right? Yep. That could be an advantage. And we don't expect the Knicks to be as good as they were last season. Okay, they will not sneak past Brooklyn. They could sneak past Philadelphia if Philadelphia gets rid of Ben Simmons. And New period. York, That's right? it. If he and stays there, they're not getting ahead of either one of those okay. two. But I'm just saying. So you think about it, it. That's a possibility. So let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. So the Brooklyn Nets finished second overall in the East. They uh, were 48 and 24 last season. They're coached by Steve Nash. <laughs> they averaged uh, 118.6 points a game, which was second best overall in the NBA. Gave up 114.1, which was 21st. Rebounds, 44.4, 14th overall. Assists per game, 26.8, which was 7th. Field goal percentage was 49.4, so that's pretty good. And free throws was 80.4. So they added Paul Millsap, Patty Mills, re-signed LaMarcus Aldridge, who came back after that. Uh, he had to take that year off last year. Re-signed Blake Griffin. Obviously, we know they're big, too, with Durant and Harden. Are they going to have a big three? Oh, I, at some point this year, they will. It may not be who we think. I think they're going to get a trade. Look, they, they, they're they going to have to trade. <laughs> what, did he fall? I don't know what <laughs> He's falling. He can't get up. I don't know what's going on. If we hit uh, the alert thing, we know. Yeah. Um, if... I think a Kyrie trade is imminent. That's what I think. I don't know if they can move him with that contract. Who's going to pick him up? And then knowing that he may not get to have to be able to play in certain games. Hey, maybe he'll end up with LeBron. Yeah, I, I could see that happening again. <laughs> yeah, they make up. 
No, look, look, I can see him going to Dallas. I really could. I would like that move. I honestly would like that. It would be good for him because then he doesn't have to wear a mask or get vaccinated or do anything, you know, that, that, you know, our president would like him to do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, but it's a, it's a reality. He, he doesn't want to do that. He's not going to. And in the state of Texas, it doesn't matter. The problem is, though, and again, I don't know how it works with visiting. Like if you're going to other arenas, like I know in Brooklyn, he wouldn't be able to play. Right. Right. And I believe it's the same thing with uh, San Francisco. It's all all state by state. It's all state by state. You know, you still might not get this player. You know what I mean? Let's just get 75 percent of the time he plays. Right. Something like Dallas, that works out. You're going to miss 50 percent of your games if you stay with Brooklyn automatically. And they have already said they're not even going to bother with it. Yeah, so no, he's, he's going to miss right. every game. So he's eventually going to get traded for something. It must be nice for these players. You know, Deshaun Watson gets to sit on a bench and get paid. Kyrie's yeah, going to get yeah. to sit home and get paid. That's – that's. So we're, in the wrong, it, we're in the wrong business, gentlemen. If I was – if I if yeah. I was, you know, running the Brooklyn Nets, I would trade them for maybe some draft picks – and then you trade those draft picks for a player, and you can get a look. There are there are lots of bad teams. <laughs> lots of that there there is a plethora of bad teams in this league, and you can trade some draft picks to get a new point guard. All right, so let me let me ask you this question. Kyrie decides to get vaccinated. Let's just say it happens. Smart. Not that I don't think it will, but he decides to get vaccinated. Does this automatically put the Brooklyn Nets as the favorite to win the East? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So realistically, without him, wh- what do you think? They got Patty I Mills. I think they can still do it. Patty yeah, Mills. Patty, on, Patty. You know, yeah. Patty Mills isn't bad. Like, he's not a bad player. He's solid. He's not Kyrie. No, he's not Kyrie, but no, but he, you don't he, need Kyrie. Okay. You need somebody that can say, "Here's exactly. Durant." Yep. Here, Harden. And on the Spurs, starting point guard. And on the Spurs, he was running. They win the yeah. East with Patty Mills as their starting point guard. Yeah, I think they would. Okay. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next team, gentlemen. That's the Toronto Raptors. They went 27 and 45. They're coached by Nick Nurse. Uh, they gave uh, they scored 111.3 points a game, which was 19th. Uh, gave up 111.7, which was 15th. So they're basically dead even. They gave up a little more than they actually scored. Rebounding 41.6, which was 28th. Assists per game 24.1, 20th overall. 44.8% shooting from the field and free throws. They were 81.5. Uh, signed Gary Trent Jr., Goran Dragic. Um, obviously, they have uh, Pascal Siakam and then uh, Fred Van Vliet. So, obviously, a couple years ago with Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard, finals, completely different team now. Yeah. Can they get back to their winning ways? Uh, not this year. No. <laughs> they're, they're like lost in this division. They don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. 
Yeah. All of their wins are either going to be against Boston <laughs> or anywhere else. Why are you going to go there? Why? Come on. They're not, they're not going to win a single game in New York, Brooklyn, or Philadelphia. Okay. Not a single game. Kenny, any opinions on the, the Raptors? And you know why they're not going to win? They don't have a center. They don't have anything. They don't have anything. They have guards and forwards. Like they're, at their center position, they got nine rebounds combined <laughs> per game. Thank you. Thank That's you. It's not good. Boston have a center. Yeah, oh, probably not because Al Horford don't like to play center. He likes to play yeah. forward. Well, so, he's playing center. Just letting you know. I think he stretches the floor. Oh, give me, give me the best center in in that division. Yeah, there isn't one. Embiid. Embiid. Okay, so that's it. Robinson. Robinson. From New York. I like him. Okay. He's all right. He's all right. Eight points, eight rebounds. You know? Nope. Not bad. He's going to no, no, get better. They don't too. need a center. They don't need a center. Yeah, well. Let's let's uh, move on to the central division in the wait, East. Wait, wait, don't we aren't we predicting where they're gonna finish? Oh no, I was gonna we can. Let's do that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hurry up, get yours down. Uh, yeah, I didn't know we were doing that, but that, I, I like it. Oh, go ahead. That's what we always do, right? All right, go that. ahead. Go ahead. All right, so in, in fifth I have Toronto. In fourth, I have Boston. Unless Ben Simmons leaves Philly, then it'll be Philly. Mm-hmm. At three, I have New York. Mm-hmm. At two, I have Brooklyn. Wow. And at number one, I have Philly with Ben Simmons. Okay. Okay. But Brooklyn would be number one if Ben Simmons is gone from there. Okay. All right. Kenny? I got one. I got the Brooklyn Nets. I got two New York Knicks. I got three 76ers. I got four Raptors. He's got Boston fifth. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got Boston fifth. Sorry. <laughs> I got Boston fifth. I love you, man. You're awesome. You just, and he's got that picture in the background. How dare you? So I go, I go, I'm pretty close. I think we're all about to close. I got Toronto in fifth, Boston fourth, New York third, Philly second, even if with Simmons or not, because I think, I just think Durant's going to carry them enough and Harden, a healthy Harden carries Brooklyn to at least a one spot. Okay. All right. We're going to the central division. Going to the big D. Yeah, let's see what we got here. Eastern Conference Central Division. And we'll start off with the Chicago Bulls. So this is a very interesting team. They got they made a lot of changes. Uh, Bulls last season, so you can't even count it. They were 11th overall in the Eastern Conference, but 31 and 41. But coached by Billy Donovan. Billy, right? We know PC baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friars, let's go. Uh, so Ooh. points per game: 110.721st. Gave up 111.6. 14th. Rebounds: 45 uh, even, which was 11th. Assist per game, 26.8, which was eighth. Shot 47.6% from the field and 79.1 from the free throw line. They obviously added Lamar uh, Alonzo Ball 
Alex yes. Caruso, DeMar DeRozan. They still have Zach Levine, Nikolai Vulcic. How good is this team this year? Obviously, they're much improved from last year. <coughs> yeah, they're, they're – they're, I'll tell you, this is going to be an interesting division because there are three teams that can win the division, and they are one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like the team. I like the team. Like, if you add up the points that those players that are starting – uh, it comes out to 96 points as an average. That's just your your starters. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, and listen, I like Zach Levine. He's the only question for me, though, because there's been a lot of talk about him possibly wanting out after all these pickups and feeling like he's not going to be the, the, the guy, the number one guy. Thanks for all those bits, Chimera. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Back again, back again tonight. Thank you. Awesome, top fan. Right. So look at look at the fact that oh Warzone, he's playing some Warzone. All right, jump probably jumping on after this. Um, so Zach Levine is the key to the to the Chicago Bulls' success because is his heart going to be in it? Does he want to stay in Chicago? Does he want to play with these guys? Most definitely. Right? Most definitely. But Lonzo Ball to me. I love this. I wanted Boston to grab him. Oh, my God. I did, too. I yes. did, too. Yes. Right? He's a hell of a ball player. Yeah, right? We can criticize. Again, he, he he's improved on his shooting. Like, he, he can rebound. He's going to assist. Think about Lob City 2.0 now. Oh, my God. Him and Zach Levine. Just throw that bad boy up there. Let it just come. The hammer's coming down. Mm. We're gonna. This is going to be a fun team to watch. Yes. Yeah, it is. Right? And, and again, uh, the only one question you would say is DeRozan, I mean, just because of his age. And can he keep up with these boys? Right? Because <laughs> they're going to be running. Exactly. They're yeah. going to be running. Yeah. So I really like the Chicago Bulls. The Interesting. Only is, the, only is, the only thing is they lack a little defense. But if they can get, you know, going on defense, you know, young kids don't play defense. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, I think change, change of pace, different guys now. Yep. Um, the thing is, though, Billy Donovan's never been known as a defensive coach. Yeah, you know, what I mean, he's an offensive guy. Yeah, he likes yeah. to just you know let it let it fly. You know what I mean? Yeah, make yeah. him rain. You know, that's what he does. So we'll have to see. Indiana Pacers finished ninth overall in the East, thirty four and thirty eight. Coached by Rick Carlisle, so there was a change there. Yeah. Scored one hundred and fifteen point three points a game, so sixth overall. 115.3, so they literally even on what they gave up and scored. It was 25th overall. Rebounding, 42.7, it's 26th. Sis per game, 27.4, which was second overall, so they like to share the ball distribute. Free, uh, field goals, 47.4, and then free throws, 79.2. Only it, helps. Go ahead. It, helps. it helps when your center can give you seven assists. Yeah. Right? Yes. Miles Turner. Uh, is an anomaly when it comes to no, I'm talking about Sabonis. Oh, Sabonis! I forgot Sabonis is on there. That's uh, right. Like uh, daddy. Turner, Turner is the block, block, block master. That's what Turner is. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they, they, like they have a great center position, like yeah. all the way through. Like they produce. 
I mean, you're talking like like you said, Turner. He gives you 13 points a game coming off the bench, and the seven rebounds from your second center. That's incredible. Yeah. Most teams don't even have that in their first. Yeah, and so if you think about just the fact that uh, from a defensive standpoint, his presence, right? The only thing that I would question is they didn't really do much to improve. TJ McCollum nope. is the only guy they signed yeah. uh, overall. So, you know, what is what is the, the difference with the coaching philosophy now with Rick Carlisle? Listen, he had Luka in Dallas, and we all know Luka's a special player. Luka nasty, though. And, right, but he couldn't, <laughs> right, but he couldn't win. He couldn't get them over the hurdle. With less talent in Indiana, I mean, does he make a difference? Wait, is it less talent? Yeah. Because you have Luca, who's probably better than every single player on their team. Yes. Right. Right. He is. I yeah. agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying from a the standpoint, rest of the team isn't yeah. as good as this team. I'm sorry. I think Indiana is way better than Dallas. I do. I think they are. All right. Well, uh, uh, don't give me that smirk. You lit. Don't, Sweet kid don't, don't give house. me that smirk, Kenny. I Sweet see kid it. in the house. Ooh. What? I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. I. To me, I would take Dallas's team over this team, but that's me. Thank you. Thank Especially you. Ben Simmons. That was a good call. I like that call. Oh no, Kyrie. We said Kyrie. Put Kyrie on down. Oh my gosh. Oh, that would I change everything. That. Let's that talk about everything. let's talk about the Detroit Pistons who finished 15th <laughs> in the Eastern Conference. Not very good. 20 and 52, coached by Dwayne Casey. Oh, wait, that's the Lions. Wait. Oh, that's right. They're the same. <laughs> They're the <laughs> same. Wow. wow. You see that right in there. You see that? They're the wow. same. Scored 106.6 points a game, which was 27th. Gave up 111.1, finished 10th overall. 42.7 on the uh, rebounds, 25th. Uh, 24.2 on assists, 18th. 45.2% field goal shooting, not very good there. And 75.9% from the free throw line. Only big signing that I saw from them was Kelly Olenek. <laughs> they still have Jeremy Grant. Sorry. And then I, I don't. I, you and said, then, wait, you said big signing? <laughs> I was probably the best signing they, they, they had. It, and then let's look at yeah. Kate Cunningham as their, their draft pick there. So Ooh. what do we think? That boy can ball. That boy can ball. A little bit more confidence, a little bit more focus. But that I don't think it's going to be hard for him to get in the lineup. It's not going to be hard. They can ball. Jimmy Sway, Grant. Thanks for the subscription, Sway. Appreciate Jimmy, you. Jimmy Grant. It's so, so listen. It's do, do we feel? Do we feel uh, as good about this pick though? Like, is this going to set the? Listen, there's no Tim Duncan's. There's no these number one picks that are going to just change an organization. Is are he enough? Saying, are you saying they're not walking through that door? Yeah, they're not walking through that door. There's no Robert Parrish, Larry Bird. Yes, Kevin McHale walking through that door. This is the Chauncey Billups, uh, Ron Mercer, with, right? With, like that did not turn around an organization. I, I does that hurt this kid? Uh 
They're not a very good team. There's not much on this team. Look, it it depends on what Detroit does next year. It really does. Like they're going to, they're going to get a high pick again because this team is going to be terrible. And when you got teams like Milwaukee, Indian, Indiana, and Chicago in this division, yeah, you already you're going to take a lot of losses. Yeah. Because there's no way that team beats any of them. Kelly Olenek, though. No. No, that's the difference. 14 points is the high scorer on this team, most likely. (laughs) Big big Kelly, bringing it on. Bring it home, brother. Let's talk about another team that that we're we're really not sure what they're going to be, and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Finished 13th overall in the East. Coached by J.B. Bickerstaff. Yeah. Scored 103.8 points a game, which was 30th. Dead last in the league. Gave up 112.3, 17th overall. Rebounds, 42.8, 24th. Assist point uh, per game, 23.8, 21st. Shot 45% from the field and uh, 74.3 from the free throw line. So clearly across the board, not very good numbers. Yes, but signed, they did get a good signing. Signed Jared Allen, Larry Mar- uh, Marketing, right? So two That's good the guys. The problem is, though, they, was, they were loaded at, at the big position already. Well, yeah, now you have Love sitting on the bench. And Love doesn't even know if he's going to buy. I don't know what's going on with Kevin Love. They tried to trade him. He's uh, buy him out so he could go somewhere. Like, he could have went to, the, to to L.A. and just sat the bench and won a championship. Mm-hmm. And he decided he wants to stay in Cleveland. I don't know. What about Colin Sexton and uh, Ricky Rubio? So they're two probably best scoring options of both point guards. Yeah, well, Sexton's going to get the start. Yeah, so I, that's that's right. undoubtedly. Uh, he's What has he got? Like 24 points a game, four assists. Point guard with only four assists. Nobody okay. can score on that team. They shot 45%. They, yeah, I know. That's, that's the problem. Terrible. But now, uh, look, I think I think getting, uh, what is his name? Mekinen or Mekinen, like a like a like a Marketing. Marketing. It's like me doing hockey. Yeah, I know. So, marketing, like that could change a lot of things. I, I think he's a good ball player and he's I think he's going to help this team. It's is not. a big, though. Yeah. Right, they they they're too they're too loaded on on that that the four or five position. I'm yeah. not saying that they're they not. don't have a, they don't have solid forwards or guards. They're in yeah, the they same have, position. They have that they three were power forwards, three centers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I see that, but it's he's gonna get maybe an added assist per game, maybe two. You know, if he keeps dishing it to the big guys and let them work down low. That's what they have to do, because they are not gonna. They're not good enough to distribute the ball around the perimeter and sit there and shoot all day like that. They have too many big guys that they should just take advantage of the size and go down low and just dunk all day long. That's what they should do. I don't know. I I, I don't I don't understand some of the look. Signs. I'm not saying that they're gonna like win. <laughs> A lot of games. We didn't even talk about the big guy that they signed. To what, Jared Allen? Taco Fall, baby. Oh, my God, Taco Fall. That's what yeah, they needed, right. another center. 
Taco, tacos. It's, watch. it's Taco Tuesdays in Cleveland. Now. Watch, watch, watch Taco become an all star. I, I will. I will literally. I oh, <laughs> you can't. I, I don't think that'll ever. He averages like, three rebounds. Right. Three. <laughs> think about this. Three seven, rebounds. Six. He plays like two minutes a game. Seven six. What, what happens oh, if he plays like? Drunk. What happens if he plays fifteen minutes a game? You How's don't he think he's going to get with all these guys? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Eric. If he plays 15 minutes a game, he's going to give you 10 plus rebounds. We'll see. He ain't playing. I'm just saying. Let's talk about the world champion Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, 46 and 26 last season. Mike Budenholzer is their coach. They were the number one scoring team in the league at 120.1. Gave up 114.2, which was 22nd overall. Second in the league in rebounding at 48.1, 25.5 assists per game, which was 14th overall, 48.7% uh, from the field, and 76% from the free throw line. Re-signed Bobby Portis, who was very good for them in the playoffs, so I thought that was a very good signing. Good Rodney Hood, George Hill, so veterans, Semi Ojale from the Boston Celtics <laughs> is now officially there. Obviously, Giannis is everywhere. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's an MVP candidate every single year. Mm -hmm. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton in the playoffs definitely took that next step as the number two guy. <laughs> uh, we saw it. Can this team repeat? Yeah. The division? Yeah. No, no overall. If, overall, if they can stay healthy, yes. If Giannis can stay healthy, yes. Because he is not afraid of the spotlight. He's not afraid of anything. They're not going to rape you. And you think about the, the free throw shooting where he struggled. And then he decided in the finals, he finally came alive. And, and he was hitting those free throws. So if he improves that, yeah, if he improves that during the regular season as well, think about it. I mean, they, well, they can repeat, but they're not going to. Okay. Question was, can they? Yeah, they can. Okay. But they're not going to. I know. I know, Ron. I knew that was coming as well from you. All right. Danny, how you got this division? Oh, I got Bucks number one, of course. I got the Bulls number two. I got the Pistons number three. I like them. They can run. Oh, wow. Pistons got three. They're young kids. I like them. They can, if, okay. they, if, if they run the ball, they can win some games. You know what I'm saying? And they okay. can sneak in there. Uh, four, I got the Cavaliers, and five, I got the Philip. I got sorry, the Indiana Pacers. I got the Pacers. Yeah. Oh my wow, god! You cannot five. have Indiana at five. Listen, There's no way. This is why we put him on Sports Unfolded because he's not afraid to say what he means. Thank you. Right? Five. Yeah. No, he's completely wrong each time. He'll Kidding. say it. <laughs> Kidding me? Jared Kidding Goff. me? We'll see. We'll see. MVP. Jared Goff, MVP. I, I think I remember that from our football preview show. But we'll, 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 that's okay. It's all right. It's okay. And now, and now oh, we're not talking football. Ron, how do you got this? Okay. So I had Detroit Lions, I mean Pistons, dead last. <laughs> dead last. Wow. They can't even catch Cleveland at this point. Not that Whoa. I was going to bring up football. Not that I was going to bring up football, but Dan Campbell should actually try to coach them and tell them to run through a wall or something. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. See what happens. It's not working with the Lions. Cleveland number four. I have Chicago number three. 
I have Indiana number two. I really like this Indiana team, and I like that Carlisle is going to be coaching it. And Milwaukee number one. Okay. All right. So I got Detroit at five. Cleveland at four. Yeah. Indiana three. Yeah, I but I think that. that's a dogfight between them and Chicago. That's what and I really depend on. I if Chicago, that. if Chicago meshes, you know, then yeah. I think Chicago's. And then I, you got to have Milwaukee at number one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the easy part. Well, the easy part was putting Detroit last, but, uh, but Indiana and Chicago, I wavered and wavered back and forth, and, and like you said, you, you hit the. Hit the nail on the head, Eric, with the dogfight between those two teams. Because one of them is going to be left out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I'm pretty sure you're, you're correct on that. Pretty sure you're, you're correct on that. So let's go to the Southeast Division. And we'll start off with the team that finished sixth overall in the East. That was the Miami Heat. They went 40 and 32. They're coached by Eric Spolstra. They scored 108.1 points a game, so 25th overall, 108 even uh, points against, which was fifth, so very good defensively. 41.5 rebounds per game, which was 29th. 26.3 assists per game, which was ninth overall in the league. 46.8% shooting and 79% from the free throw line. Key signings, Marquise, Markeith Morris, P.J. Tucker, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo re-signed and Duncan Robinson re-signed. Obviously, they got Bam out of Bayou and Jimmy Butler. Let me tell you what I think about Jimmy Butler after the playoffs last year. Like, he's he's good. He he's an all-star. Like, he got. I don't know what happened with him in Chicago. Like that team was just a mess. But. Since he's been in Miami, oh, my God. Love I think it. it's a maturity thing. I think he finally he matured enough to understand that, listen, if he wants to win and legitimately wants to win, he's got to change his mentality, and you see it. He's yeah. more of a team guy now. He, he's, he's more about trying to win and not just his numbers. So I think that's key, and I think the talent around him in Miami has been so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they surrounded him with some – Solid players. Listen, you know? Bam, Bam out of Bayou, as, as much as, you know, I, I didn't think this guy was for real. He, he, he's, he's, he's good. He, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's going to be an all-star for years to come now. Like yeah. you can see it. He just has every part of the aspect of the game. He can rebound. He can shoot. He can beat you down low defensively. I remember that block against Tatum in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that pretty much sealed the the Celtics. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, but, I remember that. So you know what I mean. So he's he's definitely a player. Jimmy Butler is a player. Duncan Robinson's one of the best sh- pure shooters in the game today. So they got that that outside threat. The veteran Kyrie Lowry. What can he give to this team though? Is they, is he going to have enough gas in the tank to really get them to continue to drive? Yeah, you got you got plenty. You got plenty. And yeah, not, you know, I think it's Tyler so Hero. Because Tyler Hero is nasty. Hero as well. Yeah, it's uh, Tyler Hero. He nasty. Oh, you, that, this team is stacked. Yeah, they're yeah. a very good team. Oh, absolutely. They're they're going to be contending for, for in in the East. There's no doubt in my mind. 
No, I, I have no doubt either. I, I think, uh, look, they're going to get one of the top seeds. Uh, I don't see, I don't see anybody in this division that's going to be able to stop them. No, so the only I know there's Atlanta, but and that's the team we're going to talk about next. And I, I think they're the only team that you can honestly say, look, are they going to take the next jump? So last season they obviously took a, a major step. Trey Young became a, a legitimate superstar. But uh, they finished 41-31 and 31 last season. They're coached by Nate McMillan. So I love that coaching change last season. It worked so well for them. They averaged 113.7 points a game, which was 13th overall. Mm-hmm. Gave up 111.4, which was 12th. 45.6 rebounds per game, 5th in the league. 24.1. Assists per game, 19th overall. 46.8% from the from the field, 81.2% on the free throw line. Resigned John Collins, very big signing. Clint Capella re-signed with them, and they've got Trey Young. Yeah. Can this team can this team be in the mix to be one of those top seats? Well, well I don't think they're going to catch Miami, so that's going to put them, you know, in one of those vying for a spot, you know, in that top eight, say, you know. And uh, I think they, I think they do get in because I think they are going to be at least better than Boston, which I have Boston on that that line because we don't know what we're going to get with Boston. So you could very well see Boston out, Chicago in, you know, stuff like that for me. Uh, so it's it's going to be tough because they're going to have to to battle it out with like Indiana, uh, New York, Boston, Chicago. Those are the teams that are going to be clumped down there. And they're not going to get a top four seed, you know, because I don't think they're going to be able to overtake Miami. Kenny? Either Brooklyn or Philadelphia. I know you got something to say. I could see it. The wheels are turning. <laughs> I think they're a great team. Trey Young is awesome. They got a lot of defense. But there's one thing I want to see from them. I want to see the little Italian boy, Danilo Gallinari. You know what I'm saying? I want him to, to you know, he's been in the league for a long time. He can shoot. He can defend. Yeah, he can He's pass. Good. So they should be using him. He should be starting in that lineup. Thirteen points a game is no no slouch coming off that bench. Hey, hey. like uh, that they have a solid bench as well. When you yeah, look up you look and down that bench, lineup, right? yeah, yeah Clint Capella, John Collins, right? right. I, I love Reddish, the big man. Bogdan, what Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich yeah. is again very good player, solid. Yeah, Hunter. So I, again, this team. To me, is in a mix. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely in a mix. So the the key is though. Listen, Trey Young, to me, is the next Steph Curry. Mm. Right, and if he can do what Steph did for the Warriors and get all those other guys, but who's going to be his Clay Thompson or his Draymond Green? That's that's going to be the key. The Italian boy. Uh, He wants Gallinari. So you know. if they can get one of those guys to become that number three for them, yeah, this team could 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 make some noise. 
Oh, it, so, it, it, it could and it will. It will make noise. Like, I'm, I'm saying they're in the playoffs. It's just where they're going to fall yeah, in that. Yeah. Like, somewhere between five and seven is where I'm thinking. Mm. Can they finish higher than fifth, though? That that would be my question to you. Yeah. And I know there's that some That would good be tough because, yeah. because you have that Philadelphia and um, – The Brooklyn. Uh, and- Brooklyn in the same division. So, most likely, one of them is going to be the number one and the other one is going to be number four. Most likely. So let's talk about a team that honestly we don't have any idea what they're doing right now. And that's the Orlando Magic. <laughs> so they're twenty-one and fifty-one last season. They're coached by Jamal Mosley, so brand new coach there. Uh, scored one hundred four points a game, which was 29th overall. Gave up one hundred and thirteen point three, which was twentieth. Forty-five point four uh, rebounds per game, which was seventh. So again, a lot of misses gives you an opportunity to to get some rebounds. That that helped them. Assists per game, twenty-one point eight, which was twenty-eighth. Shot a whopping forty-two point nine percent from the field. I don't. I think they were dead last in the league in that. Seventy-seven point five in free throws. Biggest signing that I saw from this team, it looked like, was Robin Lopez. Yeah, they got Markel Fultz, who I'm not even sure is going to play at the beginning of the year. I believe he's got an injury at this point. And Mo Bamba. Yeah, those aren't the biggest signings. Who do you got? Jalen Suggs, their fifth That's round the draft. Pick. I was been to him. I was draft, but I said just signings, like pure signing. Yeah, well, not, I mean, no, I, I again. That's so bigger. Do you think Suggs is going to be enough to get this team at least to not be one of the worst teams in the East? Oh no, no they're going to be one of the worst teams. Yeah, but. <laughs> this is this is a new coach coming in. Okay. So the first thing he that coach needs to do is instill some defense. Okay. And he's got to teach the kid. That's his job this year. Install defense, teach the kid. Because this team is going nowhere. So next year, that kid needs to make sure he's starting. And then you bring in your next draft pick. And it's going to be a high pick again. So that is how this team can get back on track. Forget everything the last few seasons. It doesn't matter. Because that's what you have to key in on. But this is what I say. If you're Orlando and you're smart, you you have a Ricky Valens night. And it becomes Mo La Bamba. <laughs> right? And you could, you could basically – I mean – now you get the fans in the seats, oh, get a little excitement. That Latin mix there down in Florida, you know what I mean? It's going to be perfect. Yeah, okay. Get the fans back in it. These guys play a little hotter, mm-hmm. and they still finish dead last in the East. But so you need, you need to get Lou Diamond Phillips in there. Lou Diamond Phillips could come and show up to the game. I think right. that must also magic. See? Hey, look at that. See? See what we just did there? Look at us. We're geniuses. All right, let's move mm. on. Let's move on to the Charlotte Hornets, who went 33 and 39. <laughs> They're coached by James Borrego. Borrego. See, see, Borrego. like Rico. You almost forget this team is still in the league. So because I only put Charlotte. Charlotte Hornets, baby. Borrego. Borrego's in there. You see that? Yeah. Gave up a hundred. Uh, they scored 109 points per game, which was 23rd. They gave up 111.4 points, which was 13. 43.8 rebounds a game, 19th overall in the league. Assists 26.5, which was fifth. 
Shot 45.5% from the field and 76% from the free throw line. Kelly Oubre Jr., biggest signing it looks like. Obviously had the rookie of the year in LaMelo Ball. Gordon Hayward and his health issues. Can he stay healthy? And Terry Rosier, scary Terry. What do we think about this team? Uh, depending on, on what Washington does, if they don't unload everybody, <laughs> Charlotte will come in fourth, possibly third. So the I thing mean, it's, not, it's, it, Can it's I say, not a bad team. Let me ask you this question, though. Would you say they're a bigger disappointment than Boston? Just based on if you look at the names they have? No? No. No. Because this team is on the edge of, of making a huge upset. You, you might as well call yeah, them like, Denver like, Nuggets back in the day. I mean, look, they got a solid squad. Rozier, Hayward, Washington, Bridges, Lamelo Ball, mm -hmm. Ish Smith, Bismack Biombo. Eh, you can eh, on that one. What is that, Plumley uh, Center? Plumley, yeah. yeah. These kids can rip. Like an, they're, they're nice players. They're nice players. Ball is a ball is a great player. Listen, if if Hayward can't stay healthy, yeah, he's the glue that's going to hold this together. Yeah, no doubt. no doubt. He's the guy that can get these. Again, no he's that veteran leadership that that team's going to need to try to get through. And and their bench comprises of all small forwards. <laughs> yeah. True. You know, they have team. they have what one power forward and a and a point guard, yeah. and everybody else is a small forward on that bench. So that's, oh, what about that's not good? Yeah, not good at all. <laughs> Got to get some depth on that on, on the on the back end of it. Yeah, uh, Washington Wizards. You had brought up Ron. They finished eighth overall in the East, which was surprising. Yeah, right yeah. from where they started, thirty four and thirty eight overall. Coached by Wes Unsell Jr. Scored 116.6 points a game, which was third. So you think about it from a scoring standpoint, extremely good. But gave up 118.5, which was 30th. So dead last in the league, giving up points. Rebounding 45.2, eighth. Assists per game, 25.5, which was 13th overall. Shot 47.5 from the field and 76.9 from the free throw line. Team had a lot of changes. Obviously, the trade, Russell Westbrook, to L.A., brought along Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They signed Spencer Din, uh, Dinwiddie from um, the Brooklyn Nets. I hate Obviously that. have Brad, Bradley Beal. I kind of like this team a little bit. They're sneaky good. Sneaky good. I'm not saying they're going to – but I think it could be a 500 team and possibly continue to get into the playoffs again next That's season. That's it. That's oh, if Dinwiddie turns out to be a good point guard because somebody's got to dish the ball and he's their only point guard. <laughs> so, so like if he can't do it, this team is absolutely screwed. Absolutely screwed. They will do nothing if Dunwitty can't get jo the job done. So I think Kuzma's the key. Yeah. Oh, Kuzma. I mean, he, he was living in the shadow of LeBron. I don't think he was yeah. ever going to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, all the pressure in the world. Listen, no pressure now. Bradley Beal is, a, is one of the best players in the league. He finished second overall scoring. 
right? But I don't think he he doesn't have the same cachet as a, a LeBron James. He's not going to mm-hmm. overshadow or overpower this kid. If he can become that player, you know what I mean? What did he average last season, Ron? Do you have that number in front of you? Uh, 13.6 rebounds. He can be a 20-point-a-game guy. He can be. Right? So now that makes them a much better team. Pope, I like Pope. He's solid. But look, he can only be that if somebody's getting him the ball. That's why this whole season for Washington relies entirely on Dinwiddie. Like, if he doesn't do the job, if he can't dish the ball, and we don't know if he can or not. Like, he had three assists last year. Uh, We don't know. Yeah, I think he he was a role player in Brooklyn. Right, and I understand that. But if he can't do it, like, there's no track record saying he can. So if he he can't do it, this team is screwed because there won't be anybody to bring the ball up and distribute the ball – properly and that's going to create that could create career lows for some of these players including deal i just think sneaky good i'm just saying Keep one eye on him one mm-hmm. eye because i just think that listen if it all comes together they're not a bad team all right no, so, but, but again it has to it's all up to dinwiddie yeah so uh i'll start off uh this one how i had this division going i got orlando at five I don't think there's any question that there's just so much work still to be done in, in Orlando. First place, baby. No. Right? You got Kenny. Kenny's going to probably finish in second because he loves the young kids. He likes the young kids. I got Washington at four. But, again, that all depends on if this team gels or not because I could see them swapping with Charlotte at three. Atlanta at two, but it's going to be a dogfight between them and Miami. Uh, I got Miami at one. I just think they've got too much talent, but I also see that the Hawks could definitely take the one spot if it all comes together for them as well. Mm. Kenny, who do you got? I got the Magic at five. Oh, five. okay. Five. I was waiting. I, okay. got the, I got Washington at four. Okay. Yep. I got the Hornets at three. Yep. Miami at two. Oh, he's got Atlanta, Atlanta at one. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be a clean sweep there for a moment. Uh, so you got the same I got. Yeah, oh. Orlando fifth, Washington fourth, Charlotte third, uh, Atlanta second, Miami numero uno. Mm, mm. I, I think Miami. Look, I like Miami. I really do. I like them. But again, I think if Atlanta just continues that that stretch like they had in the playoffs, they could be that one seed. They could be that one seed. All right, gentlemen, we're in the so, first hour here. So before we go further, Eric, yes. um, I think you should go through like at least about a minute of of what we got coming up and Absolutely. down the road, like with that special NFL thing and everything. And, and definitely, go through definitely. all of our, yeah. our so, stuff. So if you're enjoying what you've seen so far, right, we're in the NBA preview show uh, with uh, Ron and Kenny. Uh, so we are live every Friday night on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. Subscribe, Rhode Island underscore broadcasting. Watch us on YouTube and Facebook on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. You can also listen to us on our podcast. We have it on Amazon, Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So, so many different ways 
to watch us. We are also going to do a mid-season NFL show, which will kind of grade where these teams are, where we thought they were going to be, and who are surprise teams and who are the teams that we feel are, are disappointment. So that, that'll be coming up in about a few weeks now. We'll do it about week nine of the NFL season. So we have that going on as well. And then obviously uh, with the World Series coming up, once the World Series comes up, we'll do a World Series uh, – Maybe a preview show for the World Series. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. I love you guys. So that's what we got going on for Sports Unfolded. Uh, we're really excited. We definitely appreciate everybody that's subscribing, following, giving the bits. Uh, you guys have been amazing on Twitch tonight. Thank you all for that have joined so far. Check us out on Facebook at Sports Unfolded, on Twitter at Space, uh, Sports Unfolded as well. Love to get to follow those as well because it will give you a lot more information. Uh, we're on to the Western Conference, gentlemen. Got through that first hour. So the Western Conference, and here we go with the Northwest Division. And we're going to start off with a team that, uh, let's just say Alex Rodriguez is proud to own now, I guess. I don't even know if he's still on. Did that ever officially go through? But Minnesota Timberwolves finished 13th overall in the West. They were 23-49. and 49. They're coached by Chris Finch. They scored 112.1 points a game, which was 18th. Gave up 117.7 points a game, which was 29th. 43.5 rebounds a game, which was 20th. 25.6 points, uh, six assists per game, which was 11th. Shot 44.8% and free throws 76.1. No major signings that I saw. Um, obviously, Beverly, they, well, they got Beverly. They got Beverly in a trade, right? Uh, which, yeah, I think he got traded twice during the offseason. Yeah. So, Beverly, they got Carl Anthony Towns and then D'Angelo Russell. Is this team any better? No. Uh, no. no, not really. Right? <laughs> I, it, <laughs> no. So, I don't know. Listen, at, at the end of the day, a lot of people have talked about trading for Towns, a couple different teams, and what, what he could bring. I don't know if that kid has the heart. I really don't because I haven't seen him do anything to actually make Minnesota better. No, and look, I remember when they traded Wiggins, who I felt that if they would have kept Wiggins and Towns together, I think it would they would have been better off. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, you got good, you got a good trade for them, but they squandered it. Really? Kenny, I, I, any I opinions don't... on him? What was that? Kenny, any opinions? This team's dead in the water. They're terrible. I mean, uh-oh. 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 We're breaking up with Kenny again. Yes, All right. So, he better, so he yeah. better prove it this year or he's done. Right, because I don't even think teams want to trade for him at this point. Because I don't think they they've seen enough in him to say, "Hey, look, this guy can help our team." No, no. let's talk about the, the motions. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I think he just he's getting paid. <clears throat> let's talk about the team that finished first overall in the West, and that was the Utah Jazz. They went fifty-two and twenty. They coached by Quinn Snyder, scored one hundred and sixteen point four points a game, which was fourth overall. One hundred and seven point two points against which was third overall. 
the number one rebounding team in the league at 40.3, 23.7 assists per game, which was 23rd, 46.8% from the field, and 79.9% from the free throw line. Resigned Mike Conley, which was pretty big. Uh, signed Rudy Gay. Hassan Whiteside, they signed. They obviously have Donovan Mitchell, uh, Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert. Is this still the best team in the West? I don't think so. I don't think so. I see. I think their style works for what they have. No. No. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, did they do it? They, to me, they didn't really do. I like enough. Whiteside now off the bench. I think that's a, a solid backup for Gobert. Donovan Mitchell is is still one of the best young players in the league. Mike Conley is definitely still a quality veteran point guard that's going to do it, you know, enough for them. And I love, I think Quinn Snyder is one of the best coaches in the, in the NBA. He's getting a lot out of that team. No, nope, neither one of you. I can't sell you on it. Uh, look, I wasn't sold on them last year either. Right. And they, and, and think about what they I did. Know. That's record in the league. To, right? Like you look at them and it's like, okay, well, how are they doing this? Well, you know, and, and, but it doesn't have to be pretty with them, right? It's like the Spurs no. back in those days. It was like they yeah. weren't pretty. Yeah. They weren't the high flyers. Is, they just their team was constructed the way it would work for what the players they this had. Is, yeah. This is what I'm hoping that the Celtics can become. Never gonna happen. You know, like with a new coach installing a heart, <laughs> you know, because because it seems like these players just get up and play every day. So let me, like, it doesn't blow you away. Like those, those players don't blow me away. You know the one player that does it? That's Donovan Mitchell, right? Who's part owner of the Utah Jazz? We all know who that is. He just took, he just bought an owner. Dwayne Wade. Okay. Oh, that's right, yeah. Right? So Dwayne Wade, if you think about what he did in Miami and how he could carry some of those teams. That's what this kid does for that organization. He's that he's that spark plug. He's the reason why they were the number one team last season in the West. Because if you're overall, you're saying it, right? They they don't have the most talent. Yeah. The Lakers have more talent. The Clippers have more talent, right? All these teams have more talent. He's that spark plug that gets all these other guys to play even better. And then you get one of the best defensive centers in the league. And it shows because then they're the third best team defensively as well. So not only are they scoring at a high clip, they're in the top five, but they're also the best defensive team in the league in the top five. You don't yeah. see that too often. That's what makes them a contender and makes it interesting for them because, again, it just depends on how they get seated in the West. They could very easily be in the Western Conference Finals, possibly trying to compete for a finals. And I gave Kenny guess. <laughs> yeah. That's what Kenny got from that. All right. We're going to move on to the Oklahoma City Thunder. OKC. OKC, baby. 22 and 50 last year. That They're coached by Mark. The Nolt. Remember when this team mattered? Yeah. yeah it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. What a dismantling. Think, about, oh think about it, right? They had oh. Durant, Harden, and Westbrook mm. at one point. Like... 
Imagine How if those guys had just stayed together for together. all those years. How that, dominant they would have been. Oh my god. It would have been it would have been ugly everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they like they could have they could have easily three feuded. Yeah, yeah, they would have dominated. So points per game, 105 per game, which was 28th. 115.6 against, which was 26th. They were sixth rebounding, though, 45.6. 27th uh, assists at 22.1. Shot 44.1% and 72.5 from the free throw line. I didn't see any big signings. The best players, it looks like, is Derek Favors and Shea Gilgris uh, Alexander. Yeah, that's Do you guys see anything that I missed? No. Uh, Baisley, fourteen points. That's that's what they got. And <laughs> and what is it? Gil Gilchus Alexander. Alexander whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the best players. Yeah, twenty-four points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, that's it. That's their offense right there. Those yeah, two they, guys. Look, I, they didn't do anything to improve defensively. I don't think they they no, didn't do anything no. to improve. You know, shooting the ball. Uh, it's another bad year for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But they do yeah, got a ton yeah. of draft picks, so at some point they're, they're going to get one of these right. Yeah, they haven't yet. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like walking into a store and they're remodeling. And once you walk in on the left, the sign says, pardon us while under construction. Yeah. That's <laughs> right there. Do you feel like they're they're one of these <laughs> so so Kenny, right? What what happens in like two years when you're like, wow, this store looks the same? <laughs> this is the same store. <laughs> yeah, they did. They run out of money <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna be able to do anything for the next few years. I know they're trying to bulk up on a lot of draft picks and see if they can turn this thing around at some point, but who yeah, first yeah. of all, they're a they're a a small market team, no yeah. players want to go there, so that hurts mm-hmm. them. So they can't mm-hmm. sign anybody to go there and try to rebuild around. Nope. I, I, I just don't know. I think hopefully they could get some sparky players that can, you know, make some noise at some point. But this ain't the season for that. Let's talk about the Portland ta- Trailblazers, who every year we keep saying, like, hey, this team's finally going to be, uh, you know, a contender. And somehow they just middle of the ground. But 42 and 30 last season made a coaching change. So Chauncey Billups is now the head coach the Portland Trail Blazers. They were the fifth best scoring team in the league last season at 116.1, but gave up 114.3 points a game, which was 23rd. Rebound, 44.5 points, which was 12th overall, and assist 21.3, which was 30th. So the worst team distributing the, the basketball last season. Shot 45.3%, 82.3 from the free throw line. Resigned Norm. Norman Powell, thought that was a good signing uh, to re-sign yeah. him. Signed Tony Snell, who's a solid player. Obviously, yep. have Damian Lillard, have C.J. McCollum. Robert Covington is going to be the key. They also picked up Nance. Larry Nance, Nance Jr. Yeah. yeah. That was a good signing because really you're adding signing. nine points and seven boards to your yeah. roster. And if Covington does hold on to the job, you know, holds off Nance. Um, it's still, even if they split time, I mean, you're looking at that position could give you 18 points. And, they needed the improvement there, yeah. And if you can push that number up to, say, 21, you know, just three points, 
you know, one guy gets two more, one guy gets one more, you know, you're talking three points a game means a lot for this team because they weren't good defensively. And then you add Chauncey Billups into this mix. And if you don't think that's, that's the one area where he's going to target that they need to improve is their defense. I mean, this, this has all the makings of a team that could take the, take this division. Wow. Uh, oof. I don't know about that, but okay. I, I, mean, I, I like and, the Billups. And I think- you, by signing Billups, you're also going to keep Lillard happy. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. But does Chauncey yeah, Billups, a first year coach, uh, how much of an impact can he have? He's never coached in the NBA. So we don't know what kind of coach he's going to A, B, and B, how quickly he's going to adapt to the game and be able to, you know, defensively get these guys better. We don't know what he's going to be able to teach and the train. The way he him. played can tell you everything hmm. because he was like having a coach on the floor. And he is just going to take that, use that, and bring it forward as an actual coach. Big shot Billups. Big shot Billups, baby. I don't know about I don't know about taking this division because the next team that's in here too is the Denver Nuggets. Yep. They went 47 and 25. They're coached by Mike Malone. They had the MVP of the league in Nikolai Jokic. Right? They were eighth overall in scoring at 115.1, eighth defensively at 110.1. 44.4 rebounds a game, 13th, 26.8 assists per game, which was fifth overall, 48.5% from the, the field, 80.3% free throw shooters. Added Jeff Green and Austin Rivers. So, again, just solid veteran guys who can do a few different things for you. They don't, they don't need the big points. Obviously, Aaron Gordon, Nikolai Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., as their big three, I I honestly think this team is pro- they they're, they're in, they're gonna overpass Utah in my eyes. Yeah. Any any opinions, gentlemen? Oh no, <laughs> no I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. All right, so, so I don't I don't think Portland gets by them or Utah, and I think Denver honestly. Yeah. Jokic, Jokic is just unreal. And I think we had Paul Rogers on, Ron, when we did our triple play that time, and he said it. You don't see a big man that can do everything that Jokic can do. Not only can I he know. score, but he can he can he can assist, he can rebound. He's the total package. Twenty six yeah. points, eleven rebounds, eight assists. Right? Like he has more assists than almost every point guard in the league. Right, so it's insane. I, it, to me, he's he's definitely one of those uh, those keys, you know, to them to them just continue to be yeah. one of the top teams in the league. So, um, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be the next key as well, right? Because the the expectation is that he's going to what did he average? Nineteen points, Ron. Nineteen point seven rebounds. Right. So if we can get him to twenty five, yeah, in Denver. Aaron Gordon needs to be Aaron Gordon, though, and not, you know, he didn't look like himself in Denver after that trade. It wasn't the same, Aaron Gordon, right? I yeah. I like this team. I like this team a lot. Oh, I do too. I do definitely too. this division. How do you got the division going, gentlemen? Okay, I'll go first. Right. I don't want anybody to steal my 
Thunder. Thunder. Hey, <laughs> sitting sitting in dead last at yeah. fifth place. <laughs> Number four, I have Minnesota. Um, because Oklahoma is just bad. <laughs> Number three, I have Utah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have Portland. Wow. And number one, I have Denver. Wow. Did did you you switch with Kenny's list? Did you guys switch accidentally or? What are you talking about? I we just know. talked That's about Denver Portland and Utah. And Utah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have Utah finishing third right. in that division. All right. I got it. I got it this way. I got Minnesota last in fifth place. OKC at four, and I'm not uh-huh. saying it's it's probably a game or two between the two of them. It's not going to be like this astronomical, but I, I don't think either one of those teams are very good. Portland at three, <laughs> Utah at two, and I got wow. Denver. I got Denver at one. Wow, we're not that far off. Wow, I don't that's know. Deep. Yeah, that's deep. deep. What you got, bro? What you got? Wow. Well, surprisingly, I got OKC at five. Yeah, because they're terrible. Minnesota, eh, four. But that's what I'm saying. Those two compete. I'm playing. They're battling the last place. Yeah, yeah. Utah, three. Portland, two. Ah. Nuggets, one. Look at you two. Tim is wrong. Look at his list. Ron knows basketball. You know know basketball, Ron? Ron, you know basketball? Mm. Wait, he had my list? He had the exact same thing you had. That's pretty. Wow. That's scary. That is. That (laughs) That shouldn't happen, gentlemen. All right, we'll go on to the Pacific Division, and this one has a lot of teams with a lot of uh, swag, as we'll call it. Uh, the Golden State Warriors will be the first team we discuss. They were thirty-nine and thirty-three last season, coached mm-hmm. by Steve Kerr, had the uh, top points scorer in the league in Steph Curry last season. Mm-hmm. Scored 113.7 points per game, so the 12th overall, 112.7 against, which is 18th. 43 rebounds per game, which was 22nd. They were the number one assist team in the league at 27.7. Shot 46.8 from the field and free throw 78.5. Signed Andre Iguodala, Avery Bradley, and Otto Porter Jr. with a three that I noticed. Obviously, they still got Steph Curry. Draymond Green. Questions would be at Clay Thompson, Wiggins, who isn't vaccinated as well and would not be able to play in any home games for them. And then their rookie last season, Wiseman, and what he can bring to the table. So are the Warriors back to what we need them to be and a contender for the West? No. Of course. From what I, no, from what I understand, uh, com- Kuminga is going to be starting, and you know, so they're going to be starting a rookie small forward. So, what does that tell you about somebody else that was normally in that spot? Wiggins, they have to replace Wiggins. No, they have Wiggins as a small as the starting shooting guard. He ain't gonna. He's not even gonna play for them. I'm just saying, this team is in trouble. I, I think they're in trouble. When's Clay Thompson back? That, that's that's right. what I'm saying. That's the question. Is he back? Brothers back. 
if he comes back, game over. Game over, okay? Because let me tell you something. That dynamic duo, them two, are bad. Let me tell you something. Mama jammers. Did you, did you see? Did you see Steph just score forty-one points in a preseason game? Forty-one oh. points, like it was nothing. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I'm not. Actually, doubting. Kenny. Actually, Kenny. It was nothing because it was a preseason game. <laughs> so the, the thing you got to look at this though, I think they've lost the swag. I think so too. Not at all. I think Clay. Listen, I I love Clay. I think he was a, a phenomenal player. The problem is, I don't know if he could stay healthy again. Like it's once you get your legs that start to go, and they need him for sure. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green is not the same player he was three years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Right? You're asking a lot from Steph. Iguodala is what, 40? He's yeah. got to be close to 40. Yeah, he, he's 40. He is 40. Right? Avery Bradley, who I liked defensively, but think about it. Since he's left Boston, he's never been the same player. No. Nope. They need these young kids to be able to produce. And if they're not going to have Wiggins for 50% of the games as well, that hurts them. Do they still have Avery Bradley? They just signed him. Oh. Okay. So I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I. I. I just don't know where they can go. So let's look at. Go They're gonna be better than Sacramento. So let's talk about Sacramento. Very good segue, Ron. That was perfect. Nice. Uh, they went thirty-one and forty-one last season. Uh, they're coached by Luke Walton. <laughs> They scored 113.7 points a game, which was 11th. 117.4 points against, which was 28th. 41.4 rebounds per game, which was dead last. So they were the worst rebounding team in the league. Uh, 25.5 assists, which uh, was 12th. They shot 48.1% from the field and 74.5 from the free throw line. Only big signing. Go ahead. You know what this team is looking forward to? Halloween. Halloween. Because Luke is Luke Walton is going to bring his dad to the party, and they're going to go as Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Oh, he could go as Chewbacca. Ooh, I am your father. He goes at Chewbacca. Think about it. Chewbacca's big. I mean, that would yeah, be but no, big. no, it would be Luke right, yeah. and Darth Vader because got Darth it. Vader is father. Luke's I got father. Very good. Spoiler alert: Nobody's ever seen Star Wars. You just ruined it for him for the rest of the Oh life. man. <laughs> Oh, well, such is life. Alex Len is their biggest signing that I saw, center. Marvin Bagley Jr., Buddy Hill. Sacramento signed Tristan Thompson, didn't they? DeAndre, it doesn't matter. DeAndre Fox and Harrison Barnes are their best players. Fox is being wasted on this team. That's my opinion. Yeah, he is. And Buddy Heal's one of the best shooters in the league. Somebody they need to trade these guys. <laughs> teams that they could actually make it. Wait a difference. minute, but if they have two pieces, if they can get a third piece, say Tristan Thompson has a, a great Bro, year. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, you're trying here, and it's not no, working. No, but they no, but look, look, just he's gone. Look, all seriousness. It brings them closer to the Kardashians on the West they Coast. Have, they have Fox and Heald, okay? If they can get a big guy and 
you know, maybe Bagley's got to step up. Maybe I mean, what, this team can actually do something. Yeah, my numbers guy. What did Bagley play away last? from changing their direction? What did Bagley average last year? Uh, 14.7 rebounds. He's got to be. He's got to be a. He's got to be an 18 and 10 guy. Yeah, he's, he, they need him to be 20 to be honest. Really, right? But I, I don't know, man. I just every year they disappoint me. And I like Luke Walton as a coach. I don't know. I just think he. <laughs> I, I, I think that I think they're heading in the right direction. Is what I'm saying. I make jokes about them and all that, but but they know. are by far in the worst division. Like yeah, they, they don't want to be in this standpoint. Division. Like every team above them is a playoff team. Uh, yeah. So it's like, how do you? I mean, how do you compete in that? Right. So you're, t- you're taking all your luck. You probably can beat other teams. If they were in the East, they'd be one of the better teams. Yeah. They're, they're, that division's brutal. Yeah, it is. So we're going to talk about the team that finished second overall in the West, second in the NBA, and that would be the Phoenix Suns, who went 51-21, and 21, coached by Monty Williams. Thought he did a great job last season. They, were, they scored 115.3 points a game, which was seventh overall. Gave up 109.5, which was seventh overall. So both top 10 rebounds, 23rd overall in the league at 42.9, but third in assists at 26.9. Shot 49% from the field, 83.4 from the free throw line. Resigned Cameron Payne, so good backup solid. Resigned Chris Paul, kept him in Phoenix. Signed JaVel McGee. I thought that was a great signing for them as well, just to give yep. him some more depth. Obviously, you have Devin Booker, who's one of the best young stars in the league. DeAndre Ayton, who I thought made huge strides in the playoffs and definitely became one of those top, you know, big men in the league. And then Mikhail Bridges. Can this team get back to the, can they get back to the finals? Um maybe. They can get back to the finals. Wow. I don't you didn't sound very convincing in that, but they won't. There we go. There it is again. They can get back to the finals, but they won't. Kenny, what do they need to get back to the finals? They need to pay that man his money. I, I do like this team though. Like I'm looking at it. The bench, bench yeah, is solid. No. no, they're center. Oh, Aiden? Yep, need to pay that man his money because he did a real good job in the playoffs last year. Real good job. Did a good job all season. Yeah. yeah so I, listen, points, 11 rebounds. Yeah. They, they're constructed to go back. Yeah, okay, yeah. But the thing is, listen, if we can all say that Chris Paul probably exceeded what expectation was because he hadn't been Chris Paul for a couple of years, right? We knew, we started to see the age a little bit. We started to see him slowing down. Injuries, and, fatigue. Right, injuries. Like he, he turned that corner, you know, reversed the, the hands of time last season and, and was Chris Paul of old. Like he yeah, made the yeah. difference for that team. He was a true point guard too with and, nine assists. And then hence why they lost in the finals because he wasn't the same Chris Paul in the finals because he had that injury. Yeah. Right? I just think this division is way too tough, and it's going to be very hard for them to go back. They're going to this; these teams are going to beat each other up the entire season, mm-hmm. right? Because the next team we're going to talk about is the Clippers, and the Clippers went forty-seven and twenty-five. They're coached by Tyron Lue. They scored one hundred fourteen points per game, which was tenth, fourth best defensively at one hundred and seven point eight, forty-four point two rebounds per game, which was seventeenth, 
24.4 assists per game, which was 17th. Shot 48.2% from the field and 83.9% from the free throw line. Obviously, re-signed Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard, which was really big. Um, Reggie Jackson, Nicholas uh, Batoon, Justice Winslow, I thought was a sneaky signing there. Got Eric Bledsoe in a deal. And then, obviously, they have Paul George. What do we think about the Clippers? I think adding Bledsoe definitely helps. Definitely helps. Um, it Between him and, and Reggie Jackson in the backfield, um, point guard coming off the bench and stuff, I, I think... Back court, it, buddy. It, back court. No, I'm talking about just the point guard. Yeah, I know, but you said backfield. And oh, no. <laughs> did I say backfield? Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, oh, we're not talking football, we said today. Yeah, no, but I think that eases the burden of Paul George. Like, because you have a, you have now two guys that are very adept in, in uh, bringing the ball up the court. And I and I know I've been hopping on this a lot today, but it's but it is so true in this league. I, I feel like if you were building a team from scratch, you're starting at point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like that's, you need that, to have a good one. Yeah, and I think Bledsoe is going to add a lot to this team. I, I think he's and, better than Beverly. I think he's a better point guard oh, than Beverly. Absolutely. And absolutely. Listen, the only the only downfall for the Clippers right now is going to be the health of Kawhi Leonard. Yep. Right, right. Because again, he he is a guy who takes games off. Right, they the the classic NBA rest. Right, we're going to give him a rest day and and all this, but he also gets hurt a lot. Yeah, he's been hurt consistently. Well, trying to avoid that, so so I don't even think he's starting the season. I think he's he's still recovering from surgery he got in the off season. So I don't even think Kawhi will be playing uh, early that on in the season. For that them. could be why Winslow is there. Yeah, and again, now you got Paul George, who's going to have to again take on more of a a role, and we'll have to see how that all works out. So, the team, the most interesting team in this division, is going to be the Los Angeles Lakers, right? So they went forty-two and thirty last season, coached <laughs> by Frank Vogel. They had the assist; they have the uh, current assist uh, leader from last season. That's Russell Westbrook. Um, obviously, the numbers that they had are all. <laughs> Non uh, effective at this point because they've gotten the entire team is completely different. So um, they scored 109 points uh, a game, uh, gave up 106, which was second overall. So defensively, Vogel definitely, you know, has a defensive mind to him. But um, after that, I would just say that let's just look at the signings. So Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Kent Bazemore, Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Ariza. They, they obviously made the trade for Russell Westbrook. They've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Who's beating this team in the West? Um, who's beating the team? Father well, time. Well, that that's basically it. Right. You know? uh, I hear the new sponsor is going to be a MASH reboot TV show. You know, so <laughs> Ben Gay is also a new sponsor. Depends. 
depends. Yes, I, you know, I these are all this. the new sponsorships yes. for, for yes. this team. AARP. Yep, we got you. <laughs> yeah. So look, look. I mean, on paper, that looks awesome. But we all know that they're not playing full seasons. No, none of them. None of them. And their best guy is honestly probably Anthony Davis, who can never stay healthy. No, he can't. He can't. And we saw this last year. And we had this discussion, you know, uh, on whether or not he can stay healthy. And I remember that conversation. It's like, literally, I think it was days later where he he got got hurt. hurt. (laughs) Listen, the only thing I I would say is this. We've seen what Tom Brady can do. At 44, LeBron James has got that same mentality. When you tell him he can't do something, his determination to make it happen. If he can honestly motivate this team enough to say, look, and they don't have any health issues, they're the best team in the West. But the so problem here's, is, here's the problem I have with, with him. It's like, you know damn well he's making the decisions who's coming to play there. No, without a doubt. Okay. When he's making those decisions, you don't win. You don't win championships. It just doesn't happen. It it never does. You know, when he's dictating who he wants to play, you know, he's done it last year, the year before. He's like, oh, I want this guy. They sign him, and then it turns out to be a disaster. Ah, look. I, there's no way if I'm a if I'm a franchise, and you know LeBron James wants to be GM, I'm not hiring him. It's not happening because there's no way I'm letting him build the team. So, Sorry, I mean, I think this yeah. is a this is a circus waiting to happen. What about Rondo back in LA as well? Uh, it worked well for him. It, 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 he was on that championship team. I know, I know, but how old is Rondo now? Yeah. But what do you need from him? He's backing up Westbrook. Yeah. So yeah. that's a pretty solid, you know, backup. That's, that's if he even gets into the lineup. Because uh, who are you gonna? Who are you gonna? You gonna sit none? Fifteen points, three rebounds, three assists. No. You gonna sit him no. for Rondo? No. Mm-hmm. No. So, so of the guys that they have signed, who's gonna have the biggest impact? Rondo is there for one thing and one thing only. He is there just in case Westbrook gets hurt for because he's old. He's old. That's that's what he's there for. And honestly, Westbrook's the youngest of of them. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying, but he has more mileage. All right, so let's see. Let's see how we got these divisions. Ron, lead us off. (sighs) Number one and two are very difficult for me, but number five, Sacramento. Number four, Golden State. Yeah. Number three, I have the Lakers. And I have actually changed my mind four or five times on who I wanted at number one. I went with Phoenix, number two, and the Clippers, number one. Wow. 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 But that don't mean it turns out that, that way. Ladies in the and playoffs. gentlemen, the sports unfolded. Exclusive. You don't get this anywhere else. I'm going to tell you right now that that is an upset waiting to happen. Kenny, I know you've got this different. Of course, I got what? 
I got San Antonio at five. I got San Antonio. The Where are I got, the, I got the Clippers. At, I got the Clippers at four. All right, Sacramento. You said San Antonio. Sacramento. Sorry, sorry. San Antonio okay. got five. Okay. Clippers at four. The Lakers at three. Six. Cooling's back in the house. Hold the on, Kenny. Time out. Cooling yeah. back in the house. We didn't think we'd ever see you again, Cooling, after those Colts and, and what they've they've been this season. I'm proud to see you back, brother. So it's nice to see you. Welcome to the Sports Unfolded NBA preview show. And go ahead, Kenny. I am so sorry to interrupt you. I have to get in there. San Antonio at five. <laughs> Take it four. San Antonio again. <laughs> Sacramento, Kenny. I'm sorry. Sacramento. No, Sacramento. Five. San Antonio four. at five. Clippers at four. Wait. San Antonio. No, Sacramento. Oh, I'm sorry. Sacramento <laughs> at five. The Kings. Okay. Sacramento okay. at five. Clippers yeah. at four. Clippers Lakers at four. three. Wow. Suns at two. And no, going straight at one. If Clay comes back and he can stay healthy, wow, them boy, boy. boys are gonna put up shots. Out. I, I, I just don't. What are we? What are we doing? What are we doing here, gentlemen? Listen, Sacramento at five. I think we all agree. And if San Antonio was in this division, yes, Kenny, they would be in fifth. So either way you look at it, you you, you probably get that one right. I got the Warriors at four. Way too many questions. Way too many questions. Clip is at three. Number two, the Lakers. Phoenix still holds on to the number one spot there. (laughs) Sorry, Cooley, man. I had to, brother. We haven't seen you. We've been doing some football. Haven't seen you. We missed you. We missed we missed uh, the Colts banter. So we ha- I had to bring it up. I said the next time you were on, I had to mention it about the Colts. But we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. But I just think Phoenix, again, still, they're, they're the cream of the crop in this division. Cream of the crop. We're on to our final division, gentlemen. And that is the Southwest Division. And we've got a couple of interesting teams here. And then some that aren't so interesting. But let's start off with the Dallas Mavericks, who went 42 and 30 last season. They coached by now Jason Kidd. They scored 112.4 points a game, so 17th overall. Points against was 110.2, which was ninth. 43.3 rebounds, which was good for 21st. 22.9 on the assists, which surprised me, 26th overall. Shot 47%, and then 77.8 from the free throw line. Biggest signing, they re-signed Tim Hardaway Jr. Obviously, they have Luca and Krista Porzingis. What do we think with the new coaching change? Does this make them a better team? Yes. It does. I think they're going to do quite well, actually. Like, what do they have in this division? This division isn't that great. Division is pretty bad. So I think I think Dallas kind of walks away with this series, this this division. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I and listen, we all know what Luca brings. I don't think that's the question with this team. It's Porzingis. It, Tim Hardaway Jr. can can be the same player he was last season for them. And I know Ron, what was his numbers last season? 
I love my stack guy. You're, you're awesome tonight. We lost Kenny again. 17 points, three rebounds. So I think he's got to be a 20-point guy. He's got to be the 20-point guy. Porzingis needs to be a double-double guy. Yeah, Most you Porzingis, was. Right? So Porzingis sticks there. You get you get 20-plus points. Yeah, but losing the second round. I mean, very, very well could because, again, the, the West is loaded again. It's very deep, very, very deep. But in this division, they're by far – Best best team in the division. Yeah. Um, but here's an interesting team. And let's the Memphis Grizzlies, listen, they have a they have one of the best young superstars as well. I mean, we keep talking about these young superstars and what we're getting, right? I love this kid, John Morant, right? Coached by Taylor Jenkins. He doesn't think KP will be a double double guy. Okay. But so they average 113.3 points a game, which was 15th. One point, uh, 112.3 against, which was 16th. Rebounds, one of the best rebounding teams in the league. So they were 46.5, which was fourth overall. Fourth in assists as well as a team, 26.9. Shot 46.7 from the field and 77.1 from the free throw line. I didn't see any big signings for this team. So if I missed one, get, gentlemen, please fill me in on that. I, obviously, we're going to talk about John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Steven Adams, those are probably that big three. Do they have enough to at least compete in the West? By compete, you mean maybe finish? No, no, no. You don't have them in the playoffs? No, I don't. They made the playoffs last season. They were eighth seed. I don't have them in the playoffs. Don't have them in the playoffs. So I think John Morant's one of those those kids that makes a difference. And he, he just seems like he's, he's a special – Player, he does a lot of different things. So it's not just his scoring ability, but it's him getting the, the team involved. Listen, if you're fourth in rebounding and fourth in assist, you're showing a team game there, which is important. Yeah. Absolutely. I like. So they bought him again. Wow. So, I mean, but again, like we said, we talk about this division where they're at. Uh, again, San Antonio Spurs, which is the next team we're going to discuss. They went 33 and 39 coached by obviously the great Greg Popovich. He's been around for quite some time. Numbers don't blow you away. They were, they scored 111.1 points a game, which was 20th gave up 112.8, which was 19th 43.9 rebounds per game, 18th assist per game, 24.4 16th in the league, 46.2% from the field. And 79.2 from the free throw line. So, I mean, middle of the ground all the way across the board for the Spurs last season. Biggest signing I saw was Doug McDermott. And then I saw Thaddeus Young and Al Farik Aminu are the three guys that are the two guys that I saw on their team. I don't see enough talent on this team at all. Losing Patty Mills hurt, right? That's a big loss. We talked about Patty Mills being, you know, in Brooklyn and what that's going to mean. Yeah, they picked. Uh, they got Murray going to be their point guard, and they better hope he pans out because they really don't have another one. Yeah, they don't have much. This is probably his worst team he's ever had. Pop. You yeah. Know why? You know why? Why? He got all Americans. He needs a French. He needs a Spaniard. <laughs> you know, he needs. He needs. He needs international players. That's all he's ever had. About yeah. That's all he yeah. ever had. Other than Duncan. Duncan he, he, what he yeah. needs is is Tony Parker and Tim Duncan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's I think, what he needs. I think the problem is, listen, 
And I, <coughs> granted, football is my, my favorite spot, so I keep reverting back. But if you look at what, like, the New England Patriots with Belichick and being there for so long and having the great player, he's in that same boat now. Like, how does he replace a Duncan? How do you replace a, a Mano Ginobili, a, a Tony Parker? And it's yeah. not as easy. And once it you, – you eventually – that starts to fade, and I think he's on that backside of this is that the the, the first time you're going to see him lose for a couple of years in a row, yeah. and then hopefully they get back in the draft and get one of those players. They got lucky with the Duncan that that year they got the number one. I mean, who knows what happens? But um, listen, I to me they're battling it out with Houston in this division for the worst team in the division, and I mean the Rockets didn't do anything to improve as well. They were dead last in the, uh, the West last season at 17 and 55. They coached by Steven Silas. <coughs> they scored 108.8 points a game, which was 24th overall. Uh, gave up 116.7, which was 27th overall. 27th yeah, they, in rebound. Go they ahead. got some promising players, though. I mean, Wall is a is a very good player. Like five years ago. Yeah. He's still good. He got 21 I, points last year, seven assists. They what, what, do you want from a, what do you want from a yeah, point he's guard? A That's what you want. He's a mid-30s guy. Hmm. Listen, they got Eric Gordon. Uh, you know, again, it's it just – I didn't – Daniel Tice. Yeah, that's the that's the one that puzzles <laughs> me that he's going to be their starting power forward. Right. Dante Exum. I didn't even know that guy was still playing basketball. Me neither. They did draft Jalen Green. And I know Kenny, you, you're kind of big on uh, on the uh, drafts here. So, what do you think about Jalen Green? I think that was a good pick. I think that was a good pickup. Jalen Green? Yeah. He's stud. He's a real stud. He's gonna be good. The yeah. gonna be good. We see them make enough improvement to actually not be in the basement. Not this year, no. No. So about a couple years away. Couple right. Years away. We'd, we'd probably all agree on that. Nope. I don't. Ron's probably got him in third. I, I can't right now with you guys. Oh, I have a beating San Antonio. Well, okay. <laughs> San Antonio's got nothing. We've got one more team to talk about. And that's the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. 31 and 41. Coached by Willie Green. So new coach there as well. Willie Green. They were ninth in scoring at 114.6. They gave up 114.9. So they were dead even there. Rebounding. 47.4, which was third overall, assists 26, 10th, 47.7% per from the field, 72.9 from the free throw line. Only signing I saw that I, I thought was of any key was Josh Hart. They got Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, who is out, I, I believe, for the beginning of the season as well with an injury. Mm-hmm. What do we think about the Pelicans? Are they, are, are they a playoff team? Yeah. Wow. No doubt. No, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I I I have them at the number eight spot. So is the playoffs again the 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 seven through ten? I believe. I I don't know, but I'm saying they're going to be in the eighth spot. Whether it's a play in, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, I don't know how it's going to work out. But okay. Um, I think they're good enough to get there. Mostly because they're going to beat up on a couple of these teams. Um, it's not going to be easy for them by no means because there's a lot of good deep teams in the, the West. West. That's that's what hurts them. 
Yeah, but they get the benefit of having to play Houston and San Antonio a lot, while a team like Golden State, who I have fourth, uh, only has the luxury of beating up on one team. (laughs) So, you know, so like Golden State loses out, even though I think Golden State is a better team than New Orleans, New Orleans gets in because it has a better schedule to play. Gotcha. How do you have this division going? Uh, I got Spurs at five, Rockets at four, Grizzlies at three, New Orleans at two, and the Mavs at one. Okay. Okay. That's exactly what I got. You got the same exact one again. That's two out of this thing. You guys agreed. I got Houston at five, San Antonio at four. I just think the coaching uh, gets them a couple more wins. New Orleans at three, Memphis at two, and Dallas at one. Wow, you have Memphis beating out of New Orleans, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know. Zion A's got to stay healthy. And then B, there's even talk of rumblings that he wants out of New Orleans as well. So I don't know if his heart's in it to be there. And I'm not, I'm never sold on Brandon Ingram. I think he's a good player. I don't think they, the hype with Brandon Ingram's to me is, is, you know, a little over. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that team. All right. So, gentlemen, we've got to figure out who we've got going to the finals and then who's winning it all. Well, why don't we pick? Why don't we pick? Look, look, no, 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 because finals, at least give the semifinals so we can get top two. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So, who do you got in the East? Who's your semifinals, Ron? Uh, Philadelphia and Brooklyn, if Ben Simmons stays. Okay. If not, it is Brooklyn and Miami. Okay. All right. Kenny? Brooklyn and the Nets. Wait, what? Brooklyn and the Nets. <laughs> We're back on it. Kenny, what are you drinking over there, brother? I want some of it. I want some of it. That's the same thing. Or whatever you have. Can I have some of it? I got Brooklyn. Brooklyn and the. It's actually not a bad pick. I can see that. Brooklyn and the Bulls. I've got Milwaukee and I got Miami. I think Miami, Miami with Jimmy Butler. And who do you have winning? So, I, who do I have winning in the East? Yes. Miami. Wow. Miami. What about the West? Gentlemen, West. What do we got? <coughs> well, I got Brooklyn winning. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Yes. You got Brooklyn. So, you I got, got Brooklyn, Brooklyn in the East, and you got Brooklyn in the East, and I got Miami. All right. So, then uh, in the West, Clippers, Phoenix. Okay. I think we're all going to have a different team on this one. Kenny? Uh, I got Golden State. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know what year he's in. Curry's going to average 75 points a game. Yeah, pretty much. Golden State and the Warriors. Portland. Golden State and Portland. Yeah. Wow, okay. All right. Golden State. So you got Golden State versus Brooklyn for the finals. I've yeah. got I've got in the West, I've got Denver and LA. The Lakers. The Lakers. So I got the Lakers and Denver in the Western Conference Finals. Ron, who do you got winning in the West? Did I say my teams yet? You said your two teams. You said the Clippers and um Phoenix. Um I'm going to go with uh, the Clippers. So, see, we both- LA versus New York this year. Versus the Knicks? Oh, Brooklyn. No, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. I was like, New York Knicks, where they come from? So, I got Miami versus LA Lakers. Oh, no. Ron? No. Who are you on. picking? Who's uh, your winner? I'm Who's going Brooklyn. I'm going Brooklyn. You're going Brooklyn. Hmm. Kenny? Irving. Golden State. Golden State's winning it all. Yeah. Clay's going to be back. They're going to be stronger than ever. Two-man game. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. I've got the Miami Heat defeating the LA Lakers. Thank God. Thank God. Jimmy Butler gets his, gets his ring. I, you know, I actually wouldn't mind seeing Miami win it. Jimmy I Butler. Yeah. <laughs> I was I I had him, and I'm like I wanted to pull the trigger, and I was like, because the way I, I did it. Many questions with Brooklyn. I don't trust it. Well, the problem then, I had is I had Brooklyn having to play Miami before that, and that made me. And one of the things we talked about with the Lakers, right? It's the same thing with Brooklyn. Oh, Durant hasn't played a full season in a while. I know that. Harden's been hurt, right, last season. Kyrie won't play for them. They're not going to have a big three probably all year. No. I think that hurts them. I think that that puts them in a worse seed, which ultimately helps Miami. But listen, first and foremost, great show. Great show, gentlemen. I appreciate the time. I want to tell everybody that's been watching – if you want to watch Sports Unfolded, we're live every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Rhode Island underscore broadcasting on Twitch. Subscribe. We appreciate it. We've gotten a ton of bits from you guys tonight. We appreciate that as well. Follow us on social media on Sports Unfolded, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. You can listen to us on our podcasts on Amazon, Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So many different ways to listen, watch. Appreciate all the support. We have picked our finals. We have picked our NHL finals. We've picked our NFL finals. So we're going to have to see how we all pan out at the end. But stay tuned in a few weeks. We're going to do an NFL. I know a lot of NFL fans out there cooling. you got to make sure you're in this one. We are going to do our mid-season gradings for the NFL season and see where we, where we think the teams are and where they currently are in the the realm of it. But, uh, gentlemen, great, great show. Appreciate the time. 
Uh, appreciate all, all your dedication on these stats, Ron. Great numbers. Kenny, Golden State Warriors winning it all. I knew I would get something out of you that would just, you know, mind-blowing every time. Mind-blowing. So to all the fans out there that have watched live, thank you so much. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank we'll you. see you on Friday night. Peace. Peace. Take care, everybody. Thank you.